0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Be Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago and uh, today I have an episode where I will basically cover what happened last week. And uh, one of the topics that I want to speak about is the fact that I increased the price of the community. I actually doubled it. And I want to speak a little bit about the process, what motivated me to do so, and uh, how I broke the news to the current members, to Twitter, and how is that going so far for me. There's good news and and bad news, so make sure to listen to that, and I I think it's it's a great learning. I will also share some uh, updates regarding changes, my climate change app. I haven't Focus a lot on it, but since it is the project that I'm taking to the accelerator, is the project that uh, I'm focusing on during these uh, ten weeks of uh, building in the wb accelerator. Uh, there's a couple things, a couple new things, a couple of thoughts, and uh, kind of marketing research I've been doing that I want to share with you as well. Because as you know, changes is still a passion of mine, and I still want to fight climate change and, and uh, motivate people to be more sustainable so change is something that it's still really really important for me and I would love to see the app grow and or the brand or the product grow and really make an impact in uh, climate change so I'll be talking about that and uh, yeah let's, let's get started I want to start talking with you about uh, indie making so without the uh, any delays, let's get started with today's episode. Yesterday, I was playing around with the thought of what makes a sell, right? So what happens in your brain as a buyer to buy something? And uh, I was thinking about selling umbrellas. Right? Umbrella, it's a tool that everyone knows that protects you from the rain. And uh, there's multiple ways to sell an umbrella, right? So when someone is already looking for an umbrella, let's say that it's raining. It's raining cats and dogs, and you have no umbrella. And normally when this happens, you always see people selling. They have this kind of cheap umbrellas that everyone can buy. And uh, it's it's super simple to buy or to sell an umbrella in that situation, right? There's already the need for it. People really have the intention to buy an umbrella. So I was even asking uh, my partner yesterday to sell me an umbrella, and I was being a little bit too, I guess, annoying with this. She just wanted to watch TV. I was like, no, sell me this umbrella, sell me this umbrella. So I gave her the situation as three kinds of umbrellas for you to sell. There's the cheap umbrella, but with very low quality. There's the big umbrella, and then there's the small umbrella, but very good quality. You know, this one's super cool that like you click in a button and they extend, you know, Uh, I know that kids love this. I I don't because I'm, I'm very mature, but kids love playing around with these umbrellas. And uh, this is the scenario. You're getting out of um, a restaurant, for instance, and it's raining a lot, and uh, you need to sell your umbrella to this person, right? So I, I asked her, like, how would you sell the cheap umbrella? And she's like, okay, cheap umbrella, it's, uh, it's, you have to sell it because it's cheap. So you can just say, hey, here's an umbrella. Maybe you already have one at home, but this one is super cheap, so you just can use it now, and it's raining a lot, so you're really going to need it. So here it is, five bucks, done. Okay, how are you going to sell the more expensive but the same size umbrella, you know, this kind of click? And uh, she told me, okay, I would try to find someone that is alone because this is a small umbrella, but someone that wants quality. And that's what I would try to sell it for. Like, it's like you want something that uh, will last, something that you can use for years to come. And you're only one person, so you, you need something small. You can easily fit this everywhere. Here is your umbrella. Amazing, salt. And then the third option is the good quality big umbrella. And she told me like, okay, I would try to find someone with a family or, or a couple, someone that would need a big umbrella and try and try to sell it. And I think this makes total sense, right? A sell actually happens. And, and if you search for it, uh, the basics about selling, a lot of people will tell you this. Selling is not basically pushing something into the clients. Selling happens when you solve someone else's problem. That's what selling is all about. It's solving someone else's problem. In this moment, it was raining and the problem was clear. If you don't have an umbrella, you'll get wet. You don't want to get wet. You need a solution for that. How to solve this? With an umbrella. But, of course, then you have competition. There's multiple kinds of umbrella. And of course, you can replace umbrella for, for SaaS or for any product, really, right? So what she did, and I think it makes a little sense, is let's solve a very niche problem, right? So here's a person that already has an umbrella, but they forgot it. Now let's sell a cheap one because they don't, they don't have a need for another expensive umbrella. Here's a big family of three people. So they need a big umbrella. So now you are specifying for that particular need. You are solving a very particular problem. Now, this is when it's raining, when people are already looking for umbrellas, right? But what if it's not raining? What if it's big summer, super hot? How are you going to sell the umbrella? Of course, you can sell it as a sun umbrella (laughs) to protect from the sun. Or you need to kind of create... The FOMO, the, the fear of missing out, you have to say, here is the best umbrella and uh, this umbrella normally costs, let's say, 20 bucks, but I'm selling it for only five bucks because it's not raining. So why not buying it now so that in the winter times, when uh, there's rain, you have something to protect you and you just made a great deal. So now you are completely shifting the way of selling. You are, you're trying to create the need even though the need might not exist at this exact moment. You're trying to kind of teleport the user or the client to a scenario where they will need the umbrella and they're trying to convince that it's smart to buy it now. Now, of course, that an umbrella is something that when you buy, it's solving your problem right away, right? If it's raining, you have an umbrella, bam, it's solving your problem. But a community like the WB space, it's a bit different because I cannot assure you that will solve your problem. First of all, what is the problem, right? So, why would indie makers want to join the community? What, what's the point? What they're trying to solve? And uh, what they're trying to solve is simple they normally want to make money from their projects. Of course, that inside is there's multiple other problems, right? Sometimes they are feeling lonely and, and they, wanna, they don't want to go through that journey alone. Sometimes they don't know anything about marketing or developing and they want to have someone else to give them some mentorship. Or they just want the connections. They want access to a network. These are specific problems inside the big problem, which is they want to succeed with their projects, which is they want to make money, right? So that's the problem that the community is trying to solve. But there's no golden button for this. There's no product that I can sell and they immediately from the moment that they start using it, solving their problem. There's no umbrella for this. This will require a lot of work and investment from their side as well, right? So I I was trying to think, okay, what can I compare with the community so that I can somehow research about it and learn and, and transfer the knowledge I'm getting this to selling a community. And uh, I was thinking about it, and I thought that this is very similar to selling a gym membership, isn't it? There's no pill that you can just take and then you suddenly become fit and slim. No, you need to put the work, right? But there are still gyms. Gyms is like my community. My community is a gym for indie hackers. And uh, I was researching about it because obviously there's much more data, YouTube videos, tutorials around how to sell gym memberships than how to sell community memberships. Because what you do is still the same. You're trying to solve someone else's problem. And normally they have a goal, right? So they will come to you and they say, I want to lose 10 kilos by, I don't know, the summer, right? Normally there's a goal and there's a date. That, that's really important. And uh, then you, as the person that is selling the membership for the gym, you need to create a plan. And you need to show how the gym can help this person achieve this goal, right? And what is interesting is that they can still achieve this goal without the gym, right? They can go running, they can do push-ups, they can do all of that. But the gym is a facilitator. By joining a gym... The chances of you reaching the goal are higher. It's just simpler. And again, it's the same for the community. You can still become super successful as an Indie maker alone. You don't need anyone really, right? And there's a lot of examples of people that actually didn't do it alone. That they, they didn't become part of any community. But it's easier with the WB space. And that's what I wanna create. I want to bring all the machines. I want to bring all the personal trainers. I want to bring all of that, things that will enable you and uh, help you to achieve your goal. So back to the gym situation. You are trying to create a plan. You want to create a plan right from the spot with uh, your potential client for your gym. So you have to say, okay, you can come twice a week. You can have a personal trainer. You can do these machines or, or these classes. And if you do this, In three months, you will lose five kilos, and in six months, you lose 10 kilos. So, you're already telling them how they will achieve their goal. And then you just have to close the deal. You just say, for this, you pay 40 bucks per month, and you can, I'm sure that you will achieve your goal in six months. And eventually, you make the sale. This is very interesting. I think it's really useful sometimes to find similar situations where you can transfer the learning now i can try to be more aware when when i see people selling this kind of memberships and and try to learn from that and don't get me wrong i know that people think that being a salesman is not a very good prestigious job but it's it's crucial and if you want to be an entrepreneur forget about only being a developer forget about only being a marketeer you need to be everything really and and it, this took me a while for me to understand. When I when I first started, I was like, okay, I'm a developer. I want to build features. And, and you'll see a lot of people still doing this. But uh, that's not enough. Entrepreneur is not being a developer. Entrepreneur is not being a marketeer. Entrepreneur is being an entrepreneur, which means kind of learning all of these areas of expertise. Now, it's also important for you to know your value. It's also important for you to know that... Uh, it's worth it for people to pay for the, the money that they are paying for you. And, and for me, it was really hard to do this with the community. My community was $5 per month for the first six months. And in the beginning, it's okay because there was not enough value, but the value was growing. for With every new member, with every new feature, there was more value being added, but the price was not increasing. A lot of people kept telling me, like, you should increase your prices. is too cheap. Even the members of the community were telling me this. But for some reason, and if you remember one of my episodes when I tried to increase the prices and I kind of freaked out because I saw that the number of conversion was going down and I then reduced the price again. I didn't want to do that. I was afraid. Maybe it's a little bit of the imposter syndrome. I thought that it was just not good enough. So I didn't want to increase the price. But there's one thing that I failed to realize, one thing that is crucial that now I understand. There are people that are willing to pay $10. Those are the ones where the community is really solving their problem. Those are the ones that are looking for a community. And then there's people that uh, they don't want to pay anything for the community or they just want to pay the bare minimum. And most likely you are not solving their problem. You don't even want them as your users because they won't be very active. I see that the ones that actually came to me and said, Tiago, I want to pay more because I want to support you, because I really like this community. These are the ones that the community is really serving. These are the type of users that I want. So what I realized is that instead of trying to make it really, really cheap and attract all of these people, the people that basically say, Well, it's only $5, why not? Let me try. I I want to increase the price and only attract the right members. Okay, maybe there are less. But at least I'm attracting people that really will bring a lot of value to the community, people that will invest in the community, people that will give me great feedback for me to improve. And these people, they are willing to pay 10 bucks or even more. So I think this is really important. I know, and and I I give you a great example recently from one of the members of the community, Luca. And I even interviewed him as well. So Luca is building Ivory, right? So this DM tool, the tool to automate Twitter DMs. I love this product. It, it, it really helps me to connect with all my new followers. Every time now I get new followers and I have a little message. I actually changed my message recently. And now the message just says, hey, thank you for following me. Just to, I, I, I want to know why did you follow me? Because I want to create great content for you. And they normally just answer, like, I followed you because you just tweeted about, uh, I don't know, entrepreneurship, and I like entrepreneurship, or I followed you because I saw your tweet about this interview, and I want to learn more about you. Now, I even understand why they are following me, I get to connect with them, and then I sometimes I get to sell the community to them as well. This is amazing, it's so much value that is being created. And I keep on telling him, so Luca has two tiers, he has a free tier, which I think offers one message per day for free, and he has a paid tier. And the paid tier is like, it's a great deal so far. I think he will eventually increase the price. But uh, what I keep telling him is, okay, you need to focus on converting people more to the paid tier, right? Because he has a lot of people coming, and there's a lot of interest around this tool and, and people tweeting about it. But people never upgrade to the paid tier. They only, they're only they only in the, the free tier. And I told him, okay, you need to get these people that are in the free tier to do advertisement for you. So I suggested him to add um, sent by iVoy. So every time there's a message, automatic message being sent, there's a sent by iVoy there. So that uh, the others, it's basically doing the advertisement, right? The people that receive the message know that it's an automatic message being created by iVoy. And he doesn't want to do it. He said that, yeah, but I I don't want to make this clients upset even though they are it's free for them i don't want to upset them and now what i think is like i mean who cares if you're upsetting them i mean those are not your real clients because if they are not willing to pay i think it's like 4 bucks per month to get access or 5 bucks to get access to the full range of functionality of ivory they are not your real clients they are just trying it out they try it for fun but they don't really care so they will not contribute with great feedback. They will not contribute by sharing your app. They will not contribute by ever paying for your app. So they are not your customers. They are just curious people. Now, m- some of them might be. So some of them might actually want to upgrade. So the moment that they see there's the send by Ivory, they either will cancel, they will ignore, or they will upgrade. So they they you might lose some some clients, some free clients. But I think that's completely fine. Again, this is only my perspective. And look, if you're listening to me, you know the business better than I, than I do and, and you know it better and you you, you have to try it out these kind of things. But this is kind of the mindset, right? So I, I was even chatting with uh, another member of the community, Jasper. And this is, by the way, really cool because I get to speak with my clients every day. So I get to learn a lot. And he told me something that it was really interesting. It told me like, it seems that you want to sabotage yourself, Tiago. Like, why are you trying to make this harder than it already is? I mean, bootstrapping, it's already so hard, but you're just trying to make it harder. I was like, why why, why are you saying that? And he told me, well, first of all, you don't want to do ads in your podcast. You want to do whatever the right thing, whatever. You don't want to do sponsorships, even though people tell you that it's fine, because you want to do it in the right way for you. Now, you have your community at $5 and you don't want to increase the price. I mean, what's up? And this actually triggered me. It's like, yes, man, I need to start putting myself in in more consideration. I need need to stop this stupid syndrome, this imposter syndrome, and, and start really pricing my community for the real value. Because even the members are telling me, that this is bringing value. And I think it should be the other way around, right? I should be the one knowing the value that the community is bringing. But of course, in the beginning it's normal and, and giving having this support for your users, it's, it's unbelievable. If it was not for them telling me this, I'll probably not ever add, increase the price. So I decided that I wanted to increase the price. At first I still thought, but I still wanna keep the $5 for two main reasons. I, I want to help people that do not have the money, right? Maybe in, in countries where the salaries are, are lower or something. And uh, I want to still have these people that just are just trying it out. And maybe I can then convert them from $5 to $10. So I thought on creating multiple tiers, two tiers at first. One tier would be the network tier. You would only have access to the Slack groups and so on. And the $10 tier would be the maker tier, where you'd have access to the wiki, to the discounts, to the bot, all of this. But, uh, of course, that the cons of this that are two. First, this is more work for me, because now I have to maintain two tiers. And second, I thought that everyone, at first, will want to try the cheapest tier. And uh, if they are trying the cheapest tiers, maybe they will not commit as much, and then I will have an extra job Convert them from the cheapest tier to the more expensive tier. So it's just actually much harder for me. So I just thought, okay, I will just increase the price to $10. I asked around what price people would be comfortable what price would still be a no brainer. And everyone kept telling me, yeah, around $10, $15. So bam, I increased to $10. And I made a video. I made a video for the community and uh, I explained the situation. I told them, hey, I'm increasing the price. You will keep your price at $5, but I really appreciate if you would think on uh, upgrading it because you are supporting me. It's uh, it's really important for me. And if you want this community to continue to exist, supporting me, is a way to do it. And immediately, three or four people upgraded it. And I felt amazing because suddenly my MRR just increased, right? So now I'm almost reaching the 300 and uh, I got this nice support from the people and uh, also, I don't know, gave me the motivation to keep building. And and my goal is really to help these makers to succeed and make money from their projects. And uh, to be honest, if the community is not able to help people to make at least $10 per month, then I'm doing something wrong, right? Something is wrong with the community because the, if they are committing and the community is not delivering, then uh, something is wrong and I need to improve it. So that's my focus. I will try to help people to make money from their projects. And I can see already people in the community they are already making money. It's great. I even added a feature recently where in the members' pages, you can see their MRR. And it's funny to see like how it's going up and so on. So it's, it's really, really interesting. Besides that, I've been working on the virtual office, creating some features to try to bring some engagement to the office. And one of the features I created is a reset button for the Pomodoro timer, so that if you started by mistake, you can just reset it. And another feature that I've been working on, and I just recently finished it, is an activity monitoring for the virtual office. So what I've realized, is that it's really hard to bring the engagement for the indie offices. It's super fun to do it, but it's really hard to kind of make sure that people are there at the same time and so on. And a lot of people also suggested to kind of create a calendar where people could book sessions. But I still don't know what's the best way to do it and how to create this calendar and integrate it with Slack. But as I told you last episode, I think I did at least, I created this bot that every time you start a new working session, it tags two or three people that are active at the moment and asks them, hey, do you want to join person X for a working session? But I also realized that in the virtual office Slack channel, a lot of the people that are there, they don't really want to be there because they are just added automatically. So I created this bot that if you are not active for more than 15 days, You will eventually be removed from this channel. You can always join afterwards, but at least now I know that the people that are in this channel are the ones that really, really want to be in the virtual office. So this is something that I have done. And speaking about bots, I've been telling on Twitter and I think also here in the podcast that uh, my dream is that the community in the future will be fully run by bots and I can just enjoy being a member and even build my own projects around it. But a lot of people or some people came to me and said, Hey Tiago, this sounds a bit impersonal and, and cold. Are you sure you're gonna do this? I-, I just want to clarify this. My goal is not to damage the value of the community with bots. The bots are there to increase the value. And I will give you a very good example. So we have the random coffee channel, and it's really important everyone's channel is really active because if they are not, then one person that is active might be matched with someone that is not, and they cannot schedule a coffee because the other person is just not active and is ghosting the other one. So what happened before was that people would come to me and complain. I had to try to reach out to them, and then I had to kick them out of that channel individually, manually. And now the bot is doing that for me. It just, is again, an activity bot, and it's always trying to see if they are active, very good. If they're not active, they'll just be removed of this, this particular channel. Not of course of the others, like they can always interact with the others, like channels. But that one is really crucial that everyone is active. So this bot actually increased the value of the community, and that's that's my goal. My bot will just help facilitate things around, and I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to be there as a member. I'm still going to be there collecting feedback, speaking with the other members, and try to increase the value and help them to reach their goals. So. Please don't think that I that I want to basically make the community run by itself and run away to, you know, chase the sunset or something. I will still be in the community. I will still be very active. I just want these bots to automate these manual processes. And that's it for the community. Now, I also promised you a quick update on Change It, so here it is. I've been working on the Accelerator together with uh, Sam, James, and recently Sanjay. So we are now four people working on Accelerator. And by the way, you can still buy or claim the ticket for the demo day, It the ticket is actually free. But if you wanna participate, it's going to be a great event with uh, Dagobert and Anna Bibikova as judges, and everyone will pitch their ideas. And I've been trying to do that a lot. And uh, the project I brought to the Accelerator is actually Changed. Uh, my goal was trying to make money with Change it. And initially, I wanted to do it with the blog because the blog is getting a lot of traffic, a lot of SEO traffic in one specific blog post, the one about the environmental impact of lithium batteries. So I've been kind of bouncing ideas with the people in the accelerator, but I still don't know what I really wanted to do with change it. So my goal is to optimize a little bit the blog, basically create more internal links, so links pointing to each other. And I've been trying to understand how can I somehow revamp or pivot the app so that I can make money with it. So I've been scheduling calls with people, with the companies. Today I had a very interesting call with an agrotech company in Portugal. And the, he, his name is Bruno. He basically explained to me how they are using technology to help farmers in regards to water consumption, so to save water. And Portugal has a huge problem with the droughts and uh, yeah this is a great tool and it was basically sharing some of the challenges that they have and uh, I, I was trying to see if i could help if change it could help with with those challenges in this particular chat i don't think it can but i've been also chatting with people on twitter trying to get some ideas and uh, my goal is that I think changes is really good for people that are just starting out people that uh, are going from knowing nothing about the impact to knowing something but the moment you already have this in your mind how you I kind of lose this I kind of lose the users there's no need for change it anymore like myself I don't use it anymore so I I wanted to kind of complete the life cycle so that there's also a spot for people that we train right so people that become somehow experts in their impact and somehow change it should be able to help them as experts to increase and amplify their impact. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out that. And in the meantime, I'll also work a little bit on the blog. And yeah, I have a meeting tomorrow again for the accelerator. So I really hope I can bring something. And that's it. That's the updates on Change.it. And uh, today I have a short tips and tricks for the entrepreneurs. And with risking kind of repeating myself, my tip for you is installing HiveoE. Seriously, if, if you want to use Twitter as your marketing channel and you want to attract your potential clients, HiveoE is going to really help you to engage with them. Because you are just sleeping, you are out of Twitter, and uh, people are following you. And when they are following you, they're active. And if they get a message asking how are they and and trying to connect or, or trying to ask what they are looking for from your account, you get to connect with these people. You get to understand what are their challenges. And this is crucial for your business. And it's crucial also if you want to connect make sales, understand what is missing from uh, whatever you're building. Not being paid for this. I'm not doing any advertisement at the moment. This is just a tool that I really use. And it's being built by a creator in the community, the WB space. And I, I truly I truly see the value on it. So if you want, make sure to install Havoi and the link will be in the description. That's it for today's episode. I want to connect with you. I want to know what are your challenges, what you're building, where you're from. So make sure to send me a message on Twitter. My DMs are always open and I wanted to chat with everyone. So the link will be in the description or you can just go and search for WBE podcast. And that's my Twitter handle. Besides that, If you want to become a supporter of uh, this podcast, you can uh, buy the WBE merch. There's more and more people receiving the mugs, the t-shirts and everything. And you can just go to store.wannabe-entrepreneur.com. Again, link in the description. And you can buy your awesome WBE merch and join the Wannabe Entrepreneur Club. And, of course, you can also join the WB space. It costs $10 per month now. It's not 5 anymore, but you'll get a lot of value and we will help you reach your goals. Besides that, we'll be also supporting this podcast. Last but not least, tweet about it. It would be amazing if you, you're listening to this right now. Open your tweet app and tweet about the wannabe entrepreneur. Give me a shout-out or give a shout-out to the some interview that you like do it this would really really help increase the reach of the wannabe entrepreneur podcast and that's it that's everything i have for you today this coming thursday a great great interview with tony dean the founder of black magic he's so creative on twitter he has now been able to reach 7k mrr with his projects and it's this it's been only in like a year or so, so it's really incredible and I've learned a lot with them and I'm sure you will too. So this Thursday, get ready because there's this great interview for you. And that's it. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next Thursday. Wanna be Wanna be, wanna be, ooh.